Okay, the recording countdown from five is way too long. <laughs> way should, too long. It needs to be three, two, one, because five, four, three, two, one, like my stomach turns in five knots. Well, first of all, let's talk about how who actually ever gets to one. Like on any set ever, isn't it like three, two, the little point? Mm-hmm. If, way too many, way too many steps, way too many numbers. Already unwell, not okay. Okay, Unexplosive. I want to start with a hot take. Okay, start with a hot take, please. I hate when people start podcasts and they do a first episode where they're like, hi, this is our <laughs> podcast. We've been wanting to create this for forever and we're finally sitting down to record. I hate that. Something that I hate more than that is that the person who does that goes like this. Hi. Well, also just it's like tell a me- soft breath. Tell me you're not getting past episode seven, you know? Exactly. Tell me that you're actually not going to... Tell me you're going to run out of things to say at five and then spiral for two whole episodes. Tell me you're way too worried about how people are going to perceive you and it's going to kill the whole thing. Tell me this could have been an email. Like, this just could have been an email. (laughs) Okay. So, anyway, we're aligned and unwell and we're not going to do that as best we can. Um... We are, I think the best way to describe us is an audio form Finsta. Yes, absolutely. We're we're so serious and at the same time so unserious all put together. Do kids still have Finstas or like was that just like the millennial in us? Like the late, like the zillennial millennial in us? Zillennial millennial for sure because I think that the reason why Finstas don't exist is because Gen Z like actually doesn't care what anybody thinks of them. That's just their regular so, accounts. They're just their regular accounts. They're just like authentically themselves all I the also time. Think and don't the need to hide. whole concept of a Finsta. First of all, you typically share it with a best friend who like, what if you have a falling out and that best friend like decides to screw you over and make it public? Oh my gosh, never thought about that. I never thought about that. I think there used to be a couple when I lived in LA. This one dancer used to have a Finsta with her boyfriend. And it's how I tracked if they were fighting, arguing, and eventually broke up. And they had a dog and they never split custody. Very interesting. Ooh, who took the dog? She took the dog. Because he's still on the Finsta, as in he isn't being the dog. Um, Right? I don't think a couple should have a Finsta together. That's a red flag huge red flag i mean there was a lot of red flags in that relationship but number one red flag is sharing a finsta the only thing you should be doing with your significant other on instagram is sending them consistent reels um at odd hours of the day or when you use the bathroom those are like the two things that count i fully agree i fully agree wait i walked past a couple last night on the street because i moved to venice and i now walk down abbott kinney which we will get into but I walked down Abbott Kinney to go get my pizza dinner last night. And I walked past this couple and they were probably in their like early 20s and they're clearly like inebriated, but they were truly like so happy and they were just like all over each other waiting for their Uber and like oh my laughing, gosh. but like all over each other and like definitely uncomfortable to walk by. Like I didn't like them, but like <laughs> when, I, when I like took a step back, I was like, no, nah, this is like a moment of their lives. And I'm like trying to figure out like, is this like, you know, is it just going to be like a few hookups and like they're, and I'm like, no, they have way too much passion. Like they are definitely going to end up dating for years, but they are also both so chaotic that like this, it, they're going to be in love for years and then it's going to spiral 
See, this is where you and I are different because my genuine approach is, oh, you guys are cheating on your other significant others. Like you guys are so passionate and so on top of each other that you guys are clearly, clearly you are practicing infidelity. Well, maybe that I could see that, but I feel like it would more be like her best friend actually hooked up with him and doesn't have like strong feelings for him but like hooked up with him and like is sensitive around it and she's like well i'm obsessed with him and like actually i love him so like even though you had him first i love him actually your seconds are my first loves that's that's where we're at (laughs) okay anyway so we're a finsta in audio form um can we get into our first testimonial that you we received have, we already have our first testimonial so for the girlies who are just finding us we decided to start this instagram the moment that we actually were like okay fine we're gonna do this thing and we have thus then treated this instagram like the truest form of our souls which is raw authentic and very unwell and so um, a girl from high school who i genuinely haven't spoken to in years finally dm'd me and her literal words were I used to think I was clinically depressed until I started following Aligned and Unwell. Now I realize I'm just a girl. And I couldn't be more grateful. I knew from that moment moving forward, this is a revolutionary like moment for us, oh. for the girls, for the women. <laughs> okay. Well, we are, I think we are clearing, we're clearing depression. We are solving world hunger. I don't we know if are... we're clearing it. I think we're just like what's called uh, absolving it. Like not resolving it, absolving it. Okay, Rita, tell me you read books without telling me you read books. That's a big word. I actually do have a wide vocabulary, I've realized. <laughs> you do. That's like one of my favorite things about you. You're so much smarter than me. <laughs> um okay you know why i think that was the first review and testimonial we got i kind of love the idea i kind of love the idea of calling our reviews and feedback testimonials like it's the business owner in us (laughs) you literally we got a a testimonial when we told people we had a mental breakdown and cried like no you literally such a good (laughs) you read it to me and i was like oh i literally screamed i was like we got our first testimonial Okay, anyway. We got our first testimonial. No, why why what she said makes sense is because aligned and unwell is us just like openly sharing our true and genuine spiral. But because we know like you have to spiral to up level. Like, like evolving is cyclical. And so it's a spiral. But ultimately, we know it's part of an up level, but it, it's a spiral. She's an upward spiral. That's the difference. Is like she's not going down well most of the time yes but like technically when you're ready for the next level it's an upward spiral which is a yeah good thing. no it's, it's an upward spiral but it's just a spiral i also think that like there's something to be said for like the women that we hang around or like at least the people in our circle like they are doing the work like they are actually applying their deeper needs and trying to set boundaries and like honestly just trying to be a human in the world living their life and also, that's not easy. And I don't think anybody wants to talk about it. Like, where, the same way you said, like, you can't stand the podcast. They're like, we've been dying to do this for years. Like, I can't stand the podcast. They're like, yeah. And then you're, you're just going to be happy. Like, and- do these five steps and you are going to be so aligned and so authentic. You're Like, that to me makes me want to jump off local bridges. Like, I hate, it's not, it's not applicable. It's not right. It's super toxic. Like you could be. I think super it's just soulful. not what's actually like 
what people want or need anymore. No. Because I used to listen to podcasts like that, but I like storytelling podcasts more. Like, I'm not really a, like, how-to podcast person. Like, how-to personal development just, like, doesn't sit well. It's giving an extension of your, like, you're mad that TikTok has a 10-minute limit, so you just started a podcast so that you could tell us how to do things over a longer period of time. That is so real. It is. It's a long-form TikTok. That's why, like... No, but, like, there's a difference between... And I think I had to learn this the hard way. There's a difference between creating long form content because you just like go unhinged on your short form message (laughs) versus long form content that's like genuinely actually long form proficient elaborate deep content. Yeah, like something that someone can listen to and from start to finish actually be able to extract something out of it. Because you know when you listen to a podcast and you have high hopes but you are listening and you're like this is just bad. Yeah, I was literally in a workshop last night about that. Literally did that last night. You were. I literally did a workshop, had such high hopes, got 16 minutes in, and I was like, I am not okay. I have to get out of this immediately. Yeah. Wait, I think... Wait, pull your mic one inch away from your face. Yeah, wait, talk now. Hey. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh my God, really? Yeah, I think that's a sweet spot. Were you too... Was I too close? We were hearing a little like... (laughs) (laughs) it's terrifying oh no I also (laughs) I have to (laughs) oh no are you okay I have to cough so badly. Hang on. Oh, do you want to take a cough break? <laughs> Great. Let me it's the copper water bottle. It's the copper no, water I got rid bottle. Of it. I got rid of it. You got rid of it. You said Ayurveda can... <laughs> While I drink my water, water, will you tell everyone that story? Oh, 1,000%. So um, I don't even know where to start with that one. Rena's been sick for the last... I would say like 20 years, but like it's felt like that at least. Like five you've been months. sick forever. Five months. It's been five. Genuinely. I, like, I get a cold and then I'm better for four days and then I get another cold. So a while ago, Rita was like, first of all, I'm on my health and wellness. So she decided to actually look into having an Ayurvedic healer, like tell her what to do so that she can actually live her best life. Can so I be honest? Then, yes. Someone actually just gave it to me for free, and I liked free things. First of all, I'm so proud of you. That's iconic. You took advantage of the opportunity in front of you, and it did make you ill because you bought a no, copper water bottle. No, she didn't tell me to do that. No, she didn't tell me to do that. First of all, I was like, oh, my God, a free thing. So we go into the session. I'm spread so thin. I don't have time to, like, create a whole new eating regimen. Like, the, like and it's not going to – it's just – it's not happening quick. It's ha- not happening now. And the second I got into the session and realized, like, I actually needed to commit to it, I was like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. And, like, I'll do it down the line. But I also, I like bits and nuggets of Ayurveda, but I don't know if it's fully the system for me. The only piece of Ayurveda I've ever appreciated is you can eat up until you burp and then you're full. It's the only thing I ever got out of Ayurveda that I found to be 
I, the whole chewing. So in Ayurveda, no. you're supposed to chew like 50 something times. Let me tell you something. I got to 20 something. I threw up in my mouth. No, it hurts I your threw jaw. Up in my mouth. Forget my jaw. I can't handle the, t- I threw up oh. in my mouth. <laughs> oh, you're not I kidding. I fear that I you're, you're being listening dramatic. to me. <laughs> no, I'm being you. so honest. That's disgusting. I know. I know. I'm, can I do a trigger warning now? Like, yeah. Gross. I threw up in my mouth. It was disgusting. Now that we're all listening. Now that we're actually all listening. Trigger warning. <laughs> now that we're all present. Um, it, Don't. Just no, don't so, do it. Anyway, so I have this session and, but I like bits and nuggets. Like I like the doshas. I like, I don't know, just random things that I like here, here and there, but like to only experience my food through your through the Ayurvedic lens like that's just not where I am in life right now and that's totally okay that's fair so um, do you know where I hate I fell off the Ayurveda train when warm salads they said you, know, you need to heat this bitch up I said I won't and I have well, to you I don't have like to heat the lettuce up but you can like add like warm quinoa I don't think any I don't think any part of my lettuce should be warm at that point, it's exactly. a bowl, not a salad. And I like bowls. Um, okay, so yeah, Ayurvedic loses me at the, you're not allowed to have smoothies. You can't have smoothies? No, you're not supposed to eat cold things. That's where the warm salads come in. Yeah. See, that seems like a limitation. Because you're not supposed to like, keep I'm your not... digestive fire like warm. First of all, that eliminates all of my diet. Right there. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Can't do any of that. No. I prefer everything cold. <laughs> everything. Louie looks hilarious in the camera right now. <laughs> we'll grab a screenshot <laughs> and we'll put it on the Instagram, but Alex's dog like really is ready to be the star of this podcast quietly. First of all, this is his moment. This is his time. This is his everything. He's actually waited for this for months. In fact, he's the little girl that was going to be like, we have been dying to do this. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> hey, my name's Louie. And... Hey. Okay. We are getting, we're getting off track. We have to come back. <laughs> so I have this Ayurveda session. I realize I'm not an Ayurveda, like full gun ho person, but I'm, every time I see the word, I'm like, ooh, you know? So for Christmas, I decide I need a water bottle because I run through my entire life with these big glass mason jars and a glass straw. And when I'm running late, which is all the time, it's just like really chaotic because the risk of shattering glass in the most random places, like in the Home Depot parking lot, is just... I don't need that in my life anymore. So I was like, I'm going to get myself a water bottle that I can seal closed and throw on my bag and not worry about it spilling anywhere, which like, I think I just have to release that in my life. Like a water bottle in a bag, no matter the lid, like will find a way to spill. 1000%. I've never tried to put, well, other than a plastic one, or I think you can like go to Whole Foods and buy like a, um, like a glass one, which is nice. Like the Spring yeah, Valley ones. Oh, oh, one of those. Yeah. But it yeah, just like, spill. So anyway, so yeah. I'm making my Christmas list and I'm like, I want a water bottle. I want it to be a screw top, but I also need it to be chic because like 
I don't need like a weird water bottle as part of my aura. So no, I would make fun of you. Like I'd be like, Bean, what is that? Yeah. What did you do? So then I see this one right away and it says it's this copper water bottle. It's so pretty. It, like I love earth tones and it's just like this beautiful copper. And I'm like, oh, cute. Kind of like coppery metallic water bottle and then the listed name is Ayurvedic water bottle and I'm like fuck yeah this is perfect turns out in Ayurveda it's like said that like drinking out of copper is really good I think it's like antibacterial um I don't honestly know the benefits which is probably why I like got myself in this predicament but in Ayurveda you're supposed to drink out of copper but in western so I get my copper water copper water bottle I'm so excited and then Bennett my boyfriend is like oh my god be careful how much you drink out of that water bottle copper is apparently really bad for you to drink out of and like even some bars got rid of their Moscow mule copper mugs because they're so dangerous and bad for you and I was like immediately no I was not having it I was like you don't know anything you're like so annoying leave me in my cute Ayurvedic copper water bottle alone your boyfriend reached out to you and said hey you're poisoning yourself and you said that's weird that's suspicious like I've said you're white and you don't know anything about Ayurveda (laughs) you said first of all you're not cultured (laughs) no then I like scream back at him I'm like well what about copper pipes copper pipes are all across America they're great people want to steal them all the time (laughs) aren't we like not using those anymore oh we're not I mean now it makes sense I don't think we're using those. I think so. Anyway, I'm like doing more and more research because he and then he kind of like takes a step back and he's like, oh, actually, you know what? I think it's when you add citrus to them, like because in Moscow mules, you have lime. And I think it's the citrus interacting with the copper that's bad for you. So just like don't put lemon in your water. But you know what? You're probably right. So I'm like, great. Love to hear that. And Mm -hmm. then I go on living my life and I just like kind of know. So now I'm aware there's contradiction. The Eastern Ayurvedic system says that copper is amazing for you. The Western system says that it's really bad for your liver and kidneys. So it's just like in the back of my mind as I'm living life and drinking out of this water bottle every single day. And then I get sick and I'm like, okay, that was random. I used to get sick all the time, like in in high school and college. So I get sick. I'm like, that was random. I don't normally get sick like, sick like that anymore. But I figured it was from like skiing and just being in the cold. Get better. Next week I get sick. And then I think that's when you brought something up. You're like, I'm kind of worried about your health. I freak out on you. (laughs) So when I say freak out, it was one of those moments. Me and Rita have been in one fight ever. Oh my God, we got in a fight in my dream the other day. That's where it was. Wow. No, it actually wasn't a dream. It was you calling me and having a tone because you had too much caffeine and I thought you were mad at me that happened in real Alex that was real life sometimes I don't know the difference so (laughs) my bad um yeah me and Rena have ever only really been in one fight and it was the dumbest thing that's ever happened to us but what I will say is that I almost thought we were we were on to fight number two by how upset you were that I was like hey I want to make sure you're okay are you okay? <laughs> no, you said I'm concerned for you. And I didn't like that wording. <laughs> okay, but 
I'm concerned about you. What would you like me to say? Hey, you've been sick forever and it's not okay. Like, what did you want me to say? I don't know. I just know I didn't like it and I let you know. So, oh, I know. I don't know. The next time that I'm concerned, I'm just going to be like, hey, um, beautiful, perfect, gorgeous Rina, I am wondering if you've noticed, because I've noticed that you are coughing are you trying to cough no, you know what you, you need to do cough? you always you, you do this when we have our like business mastermind calls together but you go like okay I'm gonna say something and you can't get mad and I actually the second you say that I'm like why would I ever be mad like I'm not mad at all and then I genuinely don't get mad so that's just you, you know gotta what keep I do line in your back pocket I think I gotta keep that line as like a like every time we talk be like hey whatever happens today don't get mad Just i've been like, really hey. mad recently but like life has been hitting me some hard ones rightfully so honestly i think it's just like february was for rage and i'm kind of into it yeah. to be honest well speaking of like people being concerned for me and me hating that sentence my boyfriend did tell me the other day he was concerned <laughs> about my anger level and how angry i've been recently so here's what i have to say about that i think that i get <gasps> I where you're coming is. from what Sorry. is it um, well, I have Saturn and Mars in Aries, which does make me an angry person. Mm-hmm. And the North Node is in Aries. So like I'm well, my response to him saying I'm concerned with how angry you've been recently. I said, I don't hold shame over my emotions. <laughs> you basically said you can take your opinions of me and toss it down the drain. Um, <laughs> but it's not a great reflection of my character. <laughs> I think personally, this is us finally being honest. Okay. Um, so anyway, so after five months of drinking out of my copper water bottle and being sick those entire five months, I have moved on from the copper water bottle and I am back at square one with the glass mason jar. Um, love this for us. I think that the the key here is drink less water. No. At the end of it. At the end of this <laughs> at the end of the day, just drink less water. It's fine. Go get a fun beverage. Go I can't go to the get coffee behind shop. That. I can't get go to the that. coffee shop. Get the matcha. Go get the beverage. Go get a little fun drink. It's gonna be good for your mental health. You can health. do that and water. Yeah, but we're talking about water on the go. I need water at all times. See, this is where you and I I think I just started drinking water like three years ago. Yeah, because I yelled at you. Yeah, 1,000%. I think one time I I was complaining to you about my gut and you were like, oh, that's weird. When, when you had a glass of water and I was like, potentially 2000. You said two weeks ago. Said two weeks ago. <laughs> 2008. Like that's, that's like the last time I could really genuinely, although I've been really good about it recently. Like I have a water next to me right now. That's beautiful. I just took a big chug of mine. How do you? Um, so how do you? Okay, All this, I, like, my husband's oh, yeah. really nervous about this podcast. He's really nervous. I gave him some of the topics we we're going to talk about today, and he was like, oh, you're just going to get canceled right away. Great. Love that for us. <laughs> we are a little worried about getting canceled. That, that's been a concern of ours from the inception of this idea. I would like to say we is you and my husband. I'm not that worried. I think that the girls are great. I think that they're just afraid to say it. Well, no, I don't think we're actually going to get canceled, but we're just being very unhinged. Yeah. I think Why do you want to get canceled? The way the disappointment not, on your face. I don't want to get canceled. I'm just saying I think more people agree with us than 
they you feel comfortable coming out. You want controversy. I'm a Gemini. I'm a double Gemini. I live for the polarity. Uh, okay. <laughs> I love how you gracefully said polarity instead of controversy. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. I'll let you have it. Um, okay, I really am excited for this podcast because I need an outlet to talk about skincare. And it's Please not go. necessarily in the Urban Buddha brand. Like, I could make it work at talking about skincare within Urban Buddha if I wanted to, but it just, it it doesn't really make sense. It's nothing. Um, I feel weird going on Rena and my personal account and just being like, skincare, which like, I know that's like actually what I need to do. That's what the universe is asking me to do on an, on an intuitive level, I, I feel. <laughs> Agreed. I think my problem with ever going on my personal page and advocating for anything is I don't want to give anyone the impression that I'm a part of an MLM. And there's just something about having something that's not within my business, but then trying to advocate for something else that doesn't immediately give influencer to me. It gives, are you going to sell me Beachbody soon? Well, what would you, what has like crossed your mind of something you would put on your personal account, but then you're like "Mm, too close to MLM? Everything that I would do, I just end up putting back on my personal one. Um, oh, I don't wear makeup and I don't wash my face. So yeah. I don't know. It's a really, really good question. But whenever I consider it, whenever it's in the back of my head. Oh, like I do make a lot of drinks and stuff. Like anytime I'm like using a product that I'm like eating, using, whatever. I always feel really like if, if do they think I'm going to sneak them a protein? Like do I they love think- how like. I love you're like making a margarita and like sh- rolling out your lemons and you're like, I could share this, but people might think I'm part of an L- MLM. Exactly. I'm so afraid of being part of like one of those MLM cults and like people just not feeling safe with me that I'm like, I'll just keep it to myself. Don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm so afraid that people are going to be like, oh, at the end of this margarita, she's going to pour in some secret elixir powder that's supposedly going to like make her be hydrated and like help her metabolism. But like in reality, bitch, no, it's just tequila. Like I'm just, it's (laughs) what, it's what you think it is. My question is how close did you get to an actual MLM? Oh, I've been in like three, I think. Like secretly with actual Stop. Which one? I was in, well, growing up in high school. Wait, there wait, was can one... I interrupt and add a caveat? Because one of yeah. my clients, and she's actually my virtual assistant too, and just community member, does sell essential oils for doTERRA. And I just want to shout her out and give her love because I I do love doTERRA oils and okay, she makes it that's work. The, that's like not what we're talking about. No. That is not what we're talking about. That Lauren, sounds like Lauren, if dream. you're listening, we love you. And Lauren, this is we not love about you. you. Yeah. What we don't love, what we don't love is like the beach body moments. Um, sir. Your dog. Yeah. Now he's good. Okay. Just let him be. So he's part what of we it. don't love. He really is. Um, what we don't love, if we're being totally honest. So what the one that I ended up in, it was called Isogenics and it was in high school. And it literally was like a weight loss protein pre-workout moment. And like honestly, the woman who got us in it, like kudos to her, like homegirl's like a multimillionaire lady. But like that was that one. Um, I think somebody like tricked me into doing, oh my God, what's the other one? And it's like rampant throughout Los Angeles. Oh my gosh, it like comes with like different little powders you're supposed to like put in your drinks. Oh my gosh, what is it called? I have to Truvy? go find it now. 
No. No, no. Hold on. I think I still follow the girl. Um, everywhere I turned around in Los Angeles, I felt like somebody was looking at me to be like, hey, do you want to put this powder in your drink? You might feel better. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't want it. Don't want okay, it. what was the third one you were part of? I have to go find it. I think the one girl who used to chronically ask me and my roommate Kayla at the time stopped finally selling them. Um, I have a really like bad experience with an MLM. I Arbon Arbon. Oh, yeah. Why did I think that was skincare? Because it also is skincare. Oh. Wasn't isn't said, that like an OG like that? That was around when our moms were our age. Probably, I think that was a thing. Also, there's like oh, I'm thinking of Avon. Things. You're thinking of Avon, which let me tell you something. I did just order a lotion from there, Wait, and I love it. What's that cookware one? There's a cookware one <sighs> from our mom's era. It's like homeware cooks. I don't know. There's like knife ones. I had no idea. The only the only person from our childhood that I think should have started an MLM and would have been successful and I'm a little disappointed in is Rachel Ray. Because if that bitch would have gone online and been like, here, do this, like order these things. I used to be an avid eight-year-old fan. I would have been yeah. on it. I would have been great. on it to this day. She was great. She was so cute. She might have just cashed out. She might have um, just cashed out. I, when I was, knew I needed to leave my corporate job and I was desperate and like, literally dying inside and developed gut issues and dreaded life I was like I know I need something that like, gives me more flexibility and freedom and I had Urban Buddha as a personal blog at the time and I was like maybe I can like do something online and I like had this intro call I don't even remember what the company sold I think it was a smoothie Oh, it was a smoothie with like all the nutrients you could ever need, apparently. And um, we had this call and she was so pushy and I had no idea how to do with it. Do you want to hear the worst thing, Alex? What? She was like enrolling me as an employee. Okay. I gave, I gave her my social security number <gasps> over Zoom. I like to set it all out to her. No I know. way. You know, sometimes it haunts me in my sleep. I'm just like one day that No, we've all had that moment though, because like I when I lived in LA got scammed on like babysitters.com. They were like, Hey, go to CVS and get me gift cards. I'm in a wheelchair. And I was like, bet. And so I did it and sent them the numbers and lost like five hundred dollars. So like, you know what? You know what? Everyone's just out here. <laughs> These are the risks, trials, and tribulations of having a general desire to work online. No, having a general desire to like pay your rent and like be happy and fulfilled. No, and, like, but some not. people pay their rent and are happy and fulfilled and like don't mess around with these like online possibilities, you know? And like they don't give their social security number out to random <laughs> women over Zoom, over a smoothie, you know? And like they, there was something in me where I was like, I think I can make this work online that like got me there, you know? 1000%. It was the same way. I was like, oh, I need flexibility in my schedule. Babysitters.com. So they, <laughs> wait, I wonder if those still exist because like what was the other one? Care.com? It was care.com. That's what it was. It was so care.com. Odd. Yeah. And I don't really know if I would have I feel like you should have trusted me with your child if I would have met you on care.com. No. But 
what I do know is that that man totally scammed me that he I guess he's not in a wheelchair that's like the only thing I've ever really wondered like no he's not in a wheelchair no Um, wow devastating all right anyway to bring us full circle i need an outlet to talk about skincare and this just seems like the perfect place in the meantime until i get like the guts to just do it on rena ann insert arbon skincare you are just starting your own <laughs> this mlm is not like the others <laughs> no it's different because you can make money doing this i can find you five people in your okay. community yeah to purchase from you and then you're going to make your money back and you're not going to be spending the money on the product <laughs> so triggered <laughs> for anyone who has not been on an mlm interest call that's word for word what they say if anyone's never not been on an mlm interest call what rock are you hiding under i feel like every one of us i think i think it's pretty niche experience oh yeah like i think this is our unwell side Oh no! Like I don't think a majority of listeners have been on an MLM interest call. I've been on like five for every one person who's probably listened and been like, same. Anyway, isn't it just so crazy how skincare is so therapeutic? I want to say yes, but you're also like again. I don't wash my face. And I love a good mask, but like I do better not washing my face. Like your no, girl's never that. been so clear. No, I only wash my face at night. I wash it with water in the morning. Well, you gave me okay. a really beautiful mask once. I actually can agree with you. Skincare is wildly therapeutic because there's nothing that feels better than that, that fresh face yes. feeling. So I agree with you. Um, it almost feels like eating. Does that make sense? Like it's as like when you put a good lotion on your face, it gives you the same nourishing feeling as eating. No. Here's what I'm going to say about that. Absolutely not. I, when I dive into a taco. Not when you're hungry. I'm not saying if you're hungry, put lotion on your face. I'm just saying like, you know, just like that warm, nice feeling. Um, All right. you know, for you. And for I'm so happy that you have that, that parallel because for me, absolutely not. If you told me like, what does eating feel like? Bliss. Just ultimate is Peaceful. that not lotion on your face like a good lotion on your face oh i don't put any sort of moisturizer on my face that's probably what it is that's wild i would break out like crazy so i'm not gonna dive too much into it be- now that i'm realizing it because one week you're gonna need a week where you need to not record and i'm just gonna do a full solo episode on skincare because i could get on my soapbox about it and i have been patiently waiting the only thing i'm gonna say about this is um you hold don't up. like retinol. No, hold up. I'm ready to come in swinging with this one. How do you use retinol and no moisturizer? Um. Okay, so I get out of the shower. Obviously, don't wash. I, this is, I'm literally committing beauty suicide, probably. I get out of the shower, and then I have these, like, little pads that I just, like, boop, boop, boop. Like, I just wipe all over my face. They're, like, they're like wet pads, though. And What's after that, I, you're that they're wet so some liquid like like toner moisturizer it's giving toner i think she like she yeah i'm gonna go with toner of sorts and then i put some retinol on and then i go to sleep so you really don't have dry skin 
No, I have like really, really good like in between skin, not too oily, not too dry. I have crazy dry skin. Oh, so that's probably why retinol is really hard for you. Yeah. You know what? I think Ayurveda could help me with that, but I just, I, I can't, you know. I get it. Um, if I can add, I do have rosacea. Me too. Okay. I, that was the only like skincare thing I could really oh. add to this conversation. No, it's okay. I'm going to do a solo. I'm going to do a solo because obviously you have nothing to add. So I can't even have this conversation with you. I'm what I want you to know is I support you in your skincare journey I just I think wait did you ever have like a bad like I had bad acne from like 13 to 25 no the only bad acne I ever had was due to birth control the moment I got off birth control my face was fine and like nothing could solve that other than getting off the birth control I'm almost at the point with skincare you're like this is this is where we're like I'm almost at the point with skincare where I think it's a conspiracy theory. Like, I'm at the point where, like, less is more. Like, the less you do. No, I agree. Well, also, the reason why last night I put lotion on my face and I was like, I have to say that I put lotion on my face when we're recording tomorrow is because that's my only skincare routine right now is I have La Roche-Posay face wash and La Roche-Posay face and body moisturizer and that's all I'm doing right now and my skin is not like the absolute best but it's still really like so good compared to what it was a year ago and I'm like wow it's so simple but I think there is stuff to like get you out of a moment like I mean retinol for some azelaic acid the red light face mask but like maintenance really just needs to be like yeah. a simple cleanser, a simple moisturizer, but like a quality I'm, moisturizer. I'm first of all so grateful. Now I know how to pronounce it. I was calling it La Roche. And I will I say that the couple times a year that I do need to wash my face, that's the one I do have. Um, are we a CeraVe family? Like, do we mind I, that? Yes, but like La Roche-Posay is just a higher quality slightly bougie or CeraVe and for anyone who hasn't used it it's literally 20 bucks at Target it's not it's like comparable in pricing to CeraVe also I was thinking about that the other day because I love La Roche-Posay and I was just like wow for people who don't know I was obsessed with French France and the French language from literally first grade through like sophomore year of college so I have a strong French understanding. So I see that brand and I'm like, oh, La Roche-Posay. And I yeah, realize and that most people don't have that background. And I'm like, whoa, this is being pronounced really wrong a lot of places. And that yeah, La Roche-Posay. La Roche-Posay. Well, they really I'm... hit me in the gut because I'm like, this is pronounced really wrong. <laughs> and it's so pretty when it's pronounced in the true way. But like, we're not French, you know, like we're, it's not going to happen. We're not French. We're not French. We're not, unfortunately. Um, you have here. How many times do we change it a day? Yeah. Um. Okay. So, actually, really good question. Couple of things. One, I change a lot. So, like, you have your first initial change into like workout wear that I actually work out in. Oh. Then I shower. Then it's my daily wear. Then I change out of my daily wear. What's your to, daily like, my, wear? My... Um. It depends on what I'm doing that day, but like nine times out of 10, it's like an oversized sweater with like joggers, pair of like leggings if I'm going out, jeans, 
Um, summertime, it's a dress for sure. Yes. Like what I'm wearing for work that day. Then I have my like evening and night. And then I don't really sleep with clothes on at night. I think I wake up, I put on the most comfortable thing possible that's not pajamas. So today I'm, I need to do laundry. So today it's this pair of like yoga pants from Target 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then this like bralette top thing. And then, but I like interchange my pieces so many times throughout the day. So I took my dog on a walk and I wore like a puffer. And then I came home. I took the puffer off, but I was cold. So I put on this like black cardigan. And then I hopped on a client call and the black cardigan was just like a little too frumpy. So I put on a different black cardigan and then I got hot. So I took that off and then we were going to sit down and record. And I ended up going with the same, but I like, I like tried on a different cardigan. See, this is where I feel bad for the girlies who like go to work. I know. Because like I do the same thing all day long. Okay, so today is a perfect... You know what? I gave you what I would like to do every day. You're right. Today I've changed four times and it's four o'clock. I put on my workout outfit. I had a call. I had therapy. Wore a completely different outfit to therapy. Yeah. Had a different sweatshirt on. And then when I laid here, I was like, first of all, I'm going to sweat because I'm so excited. And then I put on the shirt. And then... I had to change my pants because, like, I needed to make sure that I was going to be able to sprawl properly. What do you think girls who, like, go to work have to do? Like, just sit No, it's actually why I had to leave my corporate job. Got it. This was it. This was the final (laughs) job. Like, it's a joke, but I'm also 100% serious. Like, I was so uncomfortable and stiff and just, like, I didn't have anything to wear to that. I think I agree with you 1000%. I often think about like, what if I had to wear pants today? Like, would I wear a pair? I slack. It's so ridiculous. A slacks. Slacks are comfortable. It's not comfort. It's look. Like, I just don't feel like I look. Maybe a trouser I could do. What's the difference between a trouser and a slack? I get trousers at Aritzia. I get slacks from like the loft. You know, but like, how do they look? I've I, I don't like, know anything I, about the loft. Okay, Macy's. Like, it's just giving like something I should meet. Like, love Joe to death. She's probably listening. But like, Joe buys slacks. I buy trousers. Joe is my mom for everybody who's listening. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand the visual difference. Like, I feel like a slack is like not high waisted, not tight in the right places. Okay, like a, trou- right a trouser has like a pleat like two pleats on either side at the waist correct yeah for some reason slack slacks are a different fabric yeah i feel like and when i think of slacks i think of like my middle school principal walking through the hallway with her like keys clanking on the sides of them my style is very much like clean lines and sleek so like i like i like slacks but i think i interpret slacks the way you interpret trousers like when you say Got trousers, it. I think slacks. Got it. But there's now a let's full, also... there's a full spectrum of slacks, and I enjoy a specific part of the spectrum of slacks. I bought one time a pair from Target, okay. and 
they and this is actually going to tie into the instagram story they are capris i will take a picture and post it to the aligned and unwell page they are capris they're pleated they're capris my ankles are out i'm so problematic because i saw you post that and i also saw everyone's replies being like so in agreeance and i was like i think i can make it work straight to jail straight to jail like i i haven't i have been moving so i haven't had the moment but i'm gonna go on the instagram story and i'm gonna try it out and like see if it works it might not work it might not work and i might be like you know what everyone's right i know no i don't like it i just want to let you know that if you go do that i'm gonna challenge you to a gaucho like i'm not i'm gonna challenge you to a gaucho challenge accepted and i might mail you my tattoos because I can only think of my gauchos I wear to tap class. Like, that's what I did. I wore gauchos with Ugg clogs every day in fourth grade. Iconic. Like, she's my face. Fur lined Ugg clogs. Wow, that's commitment. It was a weird time. Um, Okay, we are rounding up towards the end, but I feel like we need to end with some tea. I think we absolutely I, do need to end with some tea. I let me leave. Let me. I'll leave it at this. I moved in a not pleasant way. How do I say this? Um, I would say it as like it was traumatic, and there was a friendship fallout involved. I would start with that. I would say there was a fallout and that fallout just means you had to move. Like there was no. But I also like wanted to move before. It was very complicated and it just like all things that have been building up over months compounded and snowballed. And then like next thing you know, I'm in a new apartment 48 hours later. Um, Alex arrives in LA and four hours after Alex being there, Rita has to move. <laughs> it's actually like, crazy. Rita has to move. Um, and I was really, really just like frustrated when I was moving out because of many reasons. And I really had to come up against the side of me that like had the urge to cast a spell. And like not just a spell, but like a curse like spell. And I literally like on multiple occasions had to be like, and then I was like, I can't well. I was like, that's black magic and that takes energy and it's not it's not good for your body and your energy arena to do that. Like you have to actually just let it go. And you know what my like that side of me's response was? What? Can I vandalize something? Stop it. (laughs) And like I didn't. But like the urge was like so real. Okay, but didn't I say to you a couple weeks ago, like, I think I need to pick up spells. No, like, I so, think. No, I saw that on our dock. And so I need to hear more about this because I'm also out here craving to cast some spells. Well, here's like karma can't do it alone is my point. Right? <sighs> it, like, it can, though. It can. And that's what we just like have to. She's tired. I can. I. She's tired. And what I'm saying is, is if you're going to do that, I can just give it right back. Like, it's really not that hard. I think it's in my blood. Like, I know, but I, I just like no, it's totally in our blood. Yeah, exactly. Well, my whole like spiritual journey story. started because I'm just like I'm a witch and I know I can cast spells, but I wasn't doing it out of like maliciousness. I was casting spells for like the benefit of my own life. But like, don't get me wrong, I know the full spectrum of my gifts. See what you call malicious, 
I call it growth opportunity, okay? You're going to serve them some growth, <laughs> some opportunity to really see, be the mirror, dude, be the mirror, reflect back to them their shittiness. And if that takes a spell, it takes a spell. I don't, I don't know. So I guess we just want to know, like, for those listening, do you also have urges to cast spells on people? curse-like spells um yes or no and do you think that we should do it i'm not gonna do it i've decided i'm not gonna do it i just like can't mess up like the greater context of my energy like that you know i guess i feel like i'm not looking to like ruin anyone's existence i just would like to know that like and i would like to do it with like petty interactions like i don't even know if i could do it on like a serious level with like people that actually affect me it has to be like a petty thing like you cut me off in traffic and guess what you go home and someone ate your dinner like i want and i want to make sure it's immediate you know what i mean yeah i don't know i'm just like so conflicted and lost on the whole matter I think that there's nothing wrong with it. I think that everything done in moderation is a good thing. So, you know, you learn them and you do them. As long as you're not only doing them, you balance the good with the bad. I mean, well, here we are. I can really convince everyone that this is a good no, idea. No, actually, the more you speak, the more I'm like, no, no, no. Like, curse-like spells are not the way to go. My it's actually, is- it's what I needed. Like, I I thought I needed someone to be like, Rena, don't cast curse-like spells. But actually, I needed someone to advocate for it so I could hear it and be like, no, that's not the way to do it. And to tell everyone out there, the truth is, if you actually gave me the book to curse people, I'd be like, I actually don't know what to do with this. Like, my sister I bought me a witchcraft book. And like, you know how there's so many witchcraft books out there and they're just like kind of dumb they're just like ooh, ah that's what they feel like they're just like sage your home (laughs) anyway this one has like legit spells see i'm kind of scared of it i'm kind of scared i think that spells are okay to to put a like boldly here i think that spells are okay if they're for the greater good ultimately like if i put a spell on you to make you fall in love with me greater good but like if i put a spell no, on but you that so overrides that, like, someone's free happen. will that overrides someone's free will i would put a spell on myself to like be attractive i like that idea i don't know i like the spelling on other people to make sure that it all <laughs> i don't know I, i'm kind of digging I think, having control I think... over every outcome my whole spirituality opened because i just like felt this connection to being a witch because i had also started well it started with yoga but then tarot was really like the next step and tarot so witchy and i feel like as i've grown into my spirituality and like access more of my inner healer i've lost touch with my inner witch and like your inner witch has a lot of like shat like it's not just like totally like inner healer is like so pure inner witch Mm -hmm. is not so pure and I feel like I've distanced myself from it because I don't know how to navigate that like gray zone complexity. But I think it's time I start. I, start trying. I told you when I moved into this apartment, it feels very spiritual. And I like didn't know. You were just like, that's great. I'm so glad you feel good in there. And like I was I like let it go in the moment because I was like, I don't even know how to explain this deeper. This apartment really activates my inner witch. See, I thought when you said feel spiritual, it just, it means it felt good. I didn't realize it meant like, no, well, there's like codes in there. Yeah. No, I know. And I knew, I was just like, we'll talk about it later because I didn't know how to explain. And we're also just both spiritual 24 seven. So of course that's, you're just like, oh, good, great. Like, anyway, so blah, blah, blah. Aligned. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's where we end. I think so too. Let me see if there's anything else in here that I was like, 
Oh, actually, can I have four seconds for a rant? Sure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, welcome. Okay. okay. Welcome. Hello. JLo came out with a movie, and this is homework. We can even just like put okay. it out there. I need everybody to go watch the JLo movie. I think it's on like Amazon Prime. There's a um, horoscope council. Post Malone is the sun. Um, I just, I want everybody to go watch the JLo movie. And here's what I'll tell you the last thing I will say is that if everyone could tap into the amount of delusional that is JLo, yeah. We will all be living our most eccentric and expressive lives. She's like, actually we, wild. Yes. She is. There is nothing. I saw this on Instagram. There's nothing that screams more Leo than a woman who can spend $20 million on a movie about herself. Oh, you sent me that meme, but it didn't like say anything about JLo in it. It was just like the most Leo thing ever is spending $20 million on a movie about yourself. And I was like, I don't know who did that. But yeah, that is so Leo. JLo, JLo, she wrote this script on her own. Ben Affleck totally didn't look any of this over. He said Academy Award winning who? Like, no. Straight up, there is a horoscope council. There's like, um, it's I'm really giving... confused about this horoscope council. She tried to do, you know, like Beyonce did the like visual album. Oh gosh, Bean. So Lemonade is a visual album and the entire thing like you can watch as a movie and it's beautiful and it's beautiful. And so she has her version of this, but with like really interesting acting and like huge movie stars and like a terrible script. And she's trying to give like she's trying to give like her life story in it. And it's so bad. Go watch the JLo movie, and if you learn anything from it, you can be that delusional and and be that bitch. Okay, ladies, for the girls, the gays, the days, thank you so much for tuning in to our very, very, very first episode of Aligned and Unwell. As you can hear, you're only hearing my beautiful voice because for some odd reason and very aligned and unwell energy, um, Rena's microphone is completely cut out of the last 90 seconds. So we are so grateful for you being here. Please go watch the JLo movie. Give us your hot takes. We also would love to hear your hot takes about this episode in the review section. So go ahead and head to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review and then give us your hot take in the review. Have you also given your social security number to straight up strangers which mlm has you at a chokehold like we want to hear every little piece of it we are so grateful for the girlies who get it because the girls that get it get it and the girls that don't they just don't and like don't leave us a review anyway we love you so much see you next week bye